Hey guys, welcome back to The Sis Club. This is Angela McKay. And today we're talking about some of the things that leaders need to understand to be a better leader. So grab a pen, grab a paper, grab your mindset, and let's go to the next level. Good morning, everyone. I am so excited to be here with you today to talk about this topic because I'm going to give you golden nuggets that are going to help you become a better leader. Whether you're a leader of one or a leader of 100, it doesn't matter. You have influence. And these little tips are going to really help you level up as a leader. So let's not have any fluff today. Let's just dive in because I've got some content to share. Okay, first of all, when you're looking at your organization, um, it's important to realize that 80% of your organization desires an income of $500 or less a month. That's it. Like that's enough for them to show up and be excited, feel successful and be consistent. And so often we see people flip to the top level of a company or talk about the biggest bonuses, car programs, trips, and those aren't really what's on the radar for 80% of your team. So um, in my company, Monet, that's probably to the M M B level is where most people are gauging. That's like their final destination. That's where they're going to stick and stay and be happy and make, you know, a, a difference in their life. And so it's important as a leader to understand that when you're putting training out, because if you're always training to get to the top, you're speaking to 20% of your team. Now, wouldn't it behoove you to activate 80% of your team? Like, think about that. If you had a team of 100 people and 80 of them started working to that, that level of 500, that is going to surpass 20% trying to get to the top. So a lot of times we get kind of that flipped around, or I've seen that flipped around in a lot of businesses. And if it's just kind of re refocusing in on one, what are you posting in your team groups? What is your trainings when you're training them? Um, and what are you really focusing on as the behavior and the goal in the business? So by knowing this 80-20 rule, it's going to allow you to be more effective. Okay. And so, um, 15% of the people are going to probably go beyond that. And in our company, that's to maybe the Cadillac level, um, you know, just that market mentor level where they're, they've got some people underneath them that are consistently building and they're making it, they're making an income. Right. And then you've got these 5% that are your top earners that are going to go all the way to the top. They're going to be a director in your organization <clears throat> and you know, so when you think of that, if you recruited this year, you know, or over even the course of the next two years, a hundred people collectively in your organization, right? 80% of those people, if you focused in on a daily training and a message of working to MMB with a pathway to MMB, you're going to have huge success. <laughs> you're going to make a great income and you're going to have a great organization that's going to continue to keep growing. Um, and if your eye is on the top rank, that is exactly how you get there by producing these MPs from MMBs or these 500 of uh, desired earners in your company. Now, you know, I think a lot of people, um, they, they don't understand when they're a leader, you treat your team how to treat you. So you've got to set expectations. So 
Like, let me give you a few examples. Like, I see leaders who are, like, burning themselves out because they're fielding everything in the in real time. And I used to do this, honestly, too. I, I used to try to be there. I felt like I wanted to be supportive as a leader and be there. And so I was like, as soon as the phone rang, I was there. But it, it allowed me to get distracted on my personal business. I wasn't quite the mom and the wife I wanted to be. And so I started adapting a block schedule. I, I have three times a day where I check my messages and I field them in batches. And that is where, um, you know, I, I go. Now I have, um, I think at a, at a certain level you do this, not coming into the business, but at a certain level. So I'm a director. And so I have a line for my team, my leaders, and then I have a line for my general team. So my I, I implement kind of like the, the leaders are to field their team, but I'm there to support the leader, you know, because that's my organization, the leadership team. And so they can contact, contact me through there if it's an emergency or I know like with some discernment, like if there's a flash sale or if it's the close, obviously I'm fielding it more regularly. So you just don't want to be too available because if for some reason you're not, then people feel like you're you're not there for them and that's not the case. So lay out that expectation. And if you've been in the business a little bit, you can redefine that expectation and say, hey, I'm learning to work smarter. I wanna teach you guys how to do it too and teach that behavior so that they're learning your behavior as well and then they're implementing it. And it's gonna save a lot of burnout for sure. Um, the other thing is, is that I always try to give, if I'm on a call with someone, an action-based homework step. Like if someone calls me and wants to do a coaching call, that's awesome. But I always say, write down three to four questions you have for me, and then I'm going to adapt some sort of action-based homework from those, those topics we talked about. Because honestly, the better the call, the shorter the call. Like, let's talk about a couple things that are the most top priority in your business and let's focus in on those um, instead of a long list of stuff that feels overwhelming. So if I always say, if you could talk to me about two, maybe three things in your business that um, you either wanna learn about, you're concerned about, or you're, you're, you're happy about and wanna continue to be better, write those down. Because when we talk on the phone, we're going to talk about those things. I'm going to probably go over a strategy, give some honest feedback. We might tweak a few things, but I always give an action-based homework and then follow up. Because there's one thing to talk about it. There's another thing about doing something about it. And so um, if you're ever on a coaching call with me or if you're working directly with me, um, you're going to get those kind of um, calls and you're going to understand what those feel. Because I touch out to my leaders on a very consistent basis. That's how you can mentor and help people grow. Um, the other thing is, is that I'm always layered that homework with, are you prospecting 10 new people a day? Now, if you're working with me and you have a desire to be an MMB in Monate or higher, or desire to make $500 or more in your company if you're not Monate and we're working together, this is what I can say to you. Talking to new people is how you're gonna grow your income. That's how you're gonna grow your team. That's how you're gonna grow your sales. You have to have new faces to talk to, right? So 
I love social media strategy. I teach and train on social media strategy because it allows me to grow a global team. And that's what I teach people, how to get out of their local market and grow a global market and using social media strategies and branding and those things. And so, um, but it all comes back down to the basic homework or fundamental of you've got to have a goal. You have to have a goal every single day of how many people you want to connect with because over time that consistency just extrapolates and something's going to happen. It's a numbers game. I know people hate hearing that, but it totally is a numbers game. And so if I were to say, okay, for the month of August, if you and I were working together and I said 10 people a day, five days a week, because you're a human being and you want to have a life too. Guys, think about that. That's 50 people a week times four weeks. Guess what? That is 200 people you're exposing to your business and your products something is going to happen. And a lot of times when people, they start out and they do it one or two days and then they stop. Well, the, the, the sweet spot is when you're consistent and you keep doing that. And so what I'm going to say to you is if you're not consistent, you're just robbing yourself with success. You're not fulfilling the homework or the action that's necessary to get the results. So you've got to hold yourself accountable. And I teach and I mentor my girls like literally on a very simple technique. I don't believe in long lists. I believe in organization. And I, I teach strategies and systems to keep that in a flow and function so that you can stay on task. Remember who you're talking to and really create a cadence in your business. So. Um, if you're interested in that and we're not working together, reach out because um, I mentor anyone in my organization that has a, a desire to learn and is coachable and trainable. And if you're not in Monet and you want to work with me, I also offer a coaching um, opportunity outside where we can work one on one in the industry and I can show you how to build your success in your business. So um, <clears throat> focus on 10 people a day. You've got to know that's part of your homework. Um, let's see what else um, don't be a mother hen <laughs> like I was I remember there was a time let me take a drink of water <laughs> I'm a little like raspy I think it's just allergies <coughs> I'm so sorry I coughed on there and you know I don't edit so you're gonna get the cough but um, don't be the mother hen in your business okay don't do it like don't don't be that person who feels like she has to do everything. And let me give you an example of what that means. Like, let's say you have a team member call and say, Hey, um, what, what is the, what is this in the comp plan? And you, you, you tell them, okay, I believe one, you empower people. You show them how to do this themselves because if you don't show them, they're going to call you every single time they have this question. And if you get a team of a hundred, that's a hundred people asking you a question and it, it hinders your progress and your progression in your personal business. If you're fielding everybody else's thoughts and questions. So instead, I say, that is a great question. Let me show you where to find that. And then I show them where to find that. So I'm teaching them where to feel that so that they can become a leader. Mother hen's doing, they want to be the leader. Teaching other people to do it, they want to raise up leaders, right? They want to empower people. Be an empowerment leader and show people, teach people how to find the answers. Always do it graciously. Like, that's a great question. Let me show you how. Or if they come back again, say, remember when you asked me last time, where did I tell you to go? It's kind of like, I always laugh. It's kind of like being a mom. I do this to my kids all the time. The first time I show them, the second time I remind them, the third time I might have a little bit of a firm conversation saying, why do we keep having this same conversation? I've showed you a few times. Like, 
let's figure out a way for you to remember this or let's help you get organized. Um, so don't be the mother hen because you will not be able to do your personal business if you don't have, again, those time expectations of when you answer the phone and you control that and you feel like you have to do it all, you will burn out faster than anything. I see it all the time. They're so frustrated. They're pulling out their hair. They're saying, but I'm doing it for everybody on my team. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not freedom. That's not how you want to do your business. Um, instead, usually that's like a person, that's what they got to look inside themselves. Why are they doing that? Like, why can't you let control go? Why can't you believe in your team enough to empower them? And I bet your team would start working more if you would just applaud them, help them become the leaders that they want to be and work alongside them instead of mother henning them. A lot of leaders I see doing this will burn out. They won't last because they're the people underneath them are probably like, I want to be a leader. She doesn't even believe in me. And, and that vibe picks up. So if that feels like your business today, here's a little side note. Don't do that. Instead, empower people, show people how to be the leader that you are, right? If you've got leadership skills, that's a gift. Teach others to do that. Your team dynamic will shift drastically. Your business and your frustration will, will your frustration will go away and your business will exceed. So, um, yeah. Oh gosh, let's see. My goodness, I think I might be getting a cold, but it's not corona, okay, people? <laughs> it's not. Um, I think it's allergies. And we just kind of grass. So, <clears throat> summertime, right? Okay, another thing is teach to tech. Teach to tech. Okay, guys, so often we tech to teach. And what I mean like that is we put people online. Go do this. Go do this. Go sit behind a computer screen. And instead, I like the teach to tech. Like I'm teaching them and then the social media comes in. Like the first, until you're MMB, we're talking to people you already know. You don't need to find new people until you've talked to the 10. Every day you talk to 10 people and re-engage them. After you've re-engaged your entire war market, then I teach you how to use technology to find new market. So often people are like, I'm just gonna go find new market, why? People, it's all about building like and trust. If you have a group of people who like and trust you, why aren't you talking to them? Because that's half the battle is building the relationship. It takes longer on, on someone who you have to establish and warm up the market. It's a series of cold market to semi-cold, to lukewarm, to warm, to hot market, right? And people say, don't cold market. Well, no, you do cold market, but you do it correctly and you warm up that market. You become, you don't message people blankly and say, join my team. That's just unprofessional. But in the beginning, that's not even in the picture. You're teaching as a leader them how to utilize how they feel comfortable in communication, talking to the people that already like and trust them. Like try the products. I love them. Tell the story teach them how to talk to people that are in their network normally. And I love Eric Worre's memory jogger. Like I have every person who can't come up with a hundred people on a piece of paper, go fill that out because you need a hundred names. You're going to need a hundred names forever and ever. Amen. That's why at some point we teach you how to continue to grow your network with 10 people a day. But in the beginning, it's re-engage with people, 10 people a day. And so I think that teach to tech is important because 
you want people to be learning how to do it correctly before they go and start the cold market. Because if you're not comfortable talking to the people you know, you're going to be really uncomfortable talking to people you don't know. So it's super important to understand that. Now, as a leader, you also have standards. Like I have held them. I held Zooms where three people showed up. I've, I've gone to, I've gone to meetings where nobody shows up and I stopped doing that. Honestly, I stopped doing that because I value my time and that's time away from my family and my children. And so I always say, if you can put 50 people in a room, I'll come across the country for you. If you can put 30 people on a zoom, I'll show up and train the socks off your team. But you as the leader have to do the work to get that there. Okay. Like I am going to, help your team by hearing a different voice. They might have heard me on the team page, but they might not work with me directly. If you're promoting it correctly, it can actually add momentum to your team, promoting to pointing to your top leader, right? So if you're in my organization and we're mentoring and I'll say, hey, you know what? If you can get a Zoom together and get 30 people on, I'll come on and I'll do a, a power hour with them and we'll, we'll light a fire under them. I'll get them so excited. They can't even think about anything else for the next week. And it's so crazy how people underuse me. <laughs> I'm like, if you put me on the phone today, I, I, I feel confident 10 years later that I will probably close that person as either a purchaser or a team member. And I can convert team like crazy because I believe so much in the business, but people don't use third party credibility for some reason. They feel like they can do it or they don't want to do it. So if you're listening to this and you're my, in my organization, let me tell you, if you're not utilizing me, <laughs> it's like, it's silly because I, you know, I've got a great story and I've done it for 10 years and I'm confident because I've done it so much that I can help you. But you have to ask. I don't chase people. That's an expectation as a leader you have to define. And there was halfway point in my career where I was like, I don't want to chase people. If they don't want to work, they don't want to work. This is a big, big world out there. I'm going to go find some people who want to work. And that's how you should run your business. Don't chase people, go find people. If you feel like you're chasing people or you're always looking at the same couple people on your team, that is a neon sign for you need to grow girlfriend. You need to find new people. You need to go work on your personal business because you cannot put your future in the hands of other people. And, and that is, that is something that you may learn now, or you may learn the hard way when the one or two people that you look to disappear and you have to rebuild your business. I can't tell you how many times I've had to rebuild my business and it's not fun, but it's because I was letting other people determine my success instead of me being the leader and, and controlling my own success through my own personal business. That is a golden nugget. You need to underline circle, highlight star, put it on post-it notes and understand that you must recruit and work on your personal business if you want to have a long-term success in any company, 100%. Okay, um, I want you to also think about like, who are your top contributors? Like people get involved with your company for different reasons. Some want income, some maybe want travel, maybe some people want like free time freedom. Maybe some people just want to get involved in the philanthropy side of your company and other people want community. And I want to talk about community because I think it's so important for you to create community, you know, create a culture that's going to be a magnet. <laughs> like 
I think that's where local market growing is so important, especially right now since there's lack of travel in the world, is if you don't have a local team, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't have a local team, guys. I use my textiles to build a global team, and then I looked up and I couldn't get anywhere, and I'm like, I gotta grow a local team because I need to thrive around people. I need to grow around people. I need to have community. And so I have it online. I have an online community, the CIS Club. Okay, it's Social Impactor Society. That is our, that is your director corporate organization. Your, your leader might have a page. That's awesome. That's probably where she's gonna run incentives and do other things and that's great. That's great, but you need to be tapped into here because I'm your director corporate. And so um, this is kind of like the founding spot. This is home base. And so it just layers layers what you're getting from your sponsor, right? So you're getting um, leadership support from your sponsor that you're getting leadership support from your direct founder, you know? And so it's good to have those spaces and then you have Monate official. So, and I always say, if you're doing a team page, don't do a team page <clears throat> until MMB because you need people working because there's nothing worse than someone putting together a team page and nothing's happening on it nothing's happening on it and if you're a leader in a page you need to be posting in that page like on the sys club leaders i would say at mmb and above you should be posting on there once a day your favorite quote shouting out a team member you need to be an active member because your team is watching and if you're not posting about your team then they don't think any you're doing anything as a leader and your team isn't growing if you're not pouring out value then they don't know why they want to follow you and so it's, it's a collective work on the Sys Club. And so if you are an MMB and higher and you're listening to this, put that on your IPAs, put a positive post or a training tip or a shout out to a team member. It does not have to be a rank. We don't always need to recognize ranks. We need to recognize people working hard. Maybe someone just showed up and you had a great call shout them out. Maybe they got their first sale, shout them out. Maybe they hosted their first launch event, shout them out. Maybe they're just super consistent and you love their attitude, shout them out. It does not have to be about dollars and ranks. And actually, I would say, look for ways to celebrate people outside of that more than celebrating the ranks because you don't want team to get hyper-focused on the ranks because if that's their gauge for success and they're not hitting it, they're gonna deplete and they're gonna lose them. But if you're sitting there saying, oh my gosh, you just did the boot camp, congratulations, huge win, first week, knocked it out of the park, they're confident, their posture goes up. You know what, they're gonna be excited and they're gonna be pumped up. That's one reason why we have boot camp. It's because it's their first achievement coming into Monet. It's their first win as a market partner. They did something before their, mark, their product pack got there and they got all the foundational learning that they needed in bite sizes. Guys, if you're not utilizing that and then celebrating it, start. Because I guarantee you, if you say, okay guys, everyone this week, we're gonna boot camp reboot. Everybody's gonna do it. Here, I'm gonna even throw out a couple prizes, the first three people to get it done first, and then we're gonna celebrate you on the SIS Club. Guys, that because the SIS Club has more people to celebrate them, right? So put them in a place where we can all love on them. And, and clap for them and celebrate them. So you have to remember to be really good at that as a leader. Um, and then you have to also think about like um, your message as a leader. What is your schedule look like? How consistent are you gonna be in their life? When are you gonna pop up? Are you gonna do, I, I'll tell you what I do. I do a Monday check-in via text. 
And then I have scheduled out days in, of leaders that I want to touch. And I just call them touch calls. It's like, how are you doing? How was your weekend? I always talk life first. Like, how are the kids? How is life? You know, if I knew what was going on. <clears throat> and then what are your goals this week? Who are you working with? What's your plan? Boom, 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 boom. Go do it. Okay, perfect. I touch it on Wednesday if I feel like that's necessary. Some leaders I don't. I wait till Friday. Follow up Friday. Okay, how's the week going? I've, wa- I've been watching your reports. It looks like you're on track to what we said on Monday. Or, hey, sister, what happened? Where'd you go this week? <laughs> you know? And so those do not have to be long, lengthy things. And I love voice notes. And I love text messages because those are check-ins. Those are quick ways to field questions, send a motivational thing, and get in spaces. And I actually have an inner circle group for my leaders that I personally mentor. Um, that's a community outside of the CIS club. That's where I can give like those extras. So if you're working with me, you get that extra space. And um, that's where I come in more frequently. That's where I'm giving more, more than what I give on the CIS club. And they're gonna have access pretty soon to their own portal on my, on my personal webpage. So if you wanna work with me, hello, perk, perk, perk. But um, not to say that's what you have to do, but I'm just saying, I have created myself. What I'm saying you too need to do is show up. How are you going to show up? When does that happen? What does it look like? Um, let's see. A couple more things and then we'll wrap this call. Um, okay. So you want to not over... What do I want to say? You don't want to over contest people or over giveaway people. Um, I like to do this lineage-wise. Like, if I have a leader over here who's running for a goal and she needs help, I I will throw an incentive based on the activity that needs to happen to get the result for that, and I'll field that. I use that to my discretion, and I do different things for different people. I try to focus on people's, like, love languages and what motivates them. So some people, you know, recognition. Some people, you know, it might be a cool prize. Some people, it might be more one-on-one time. Like it just, it depends. I like, I learn about people and I take notes about my leaders. So I know what they, they, what would motivate them. And so sometimes I'll say, okay, not every time. Sometimes I let like, sometimes there's a, a little bit of a slide. Like they don't get the end incentive because they had to show up. And then, you know, I can't do that every month, but you want to empower people. You want to help them. So I look and I say, okay, here, this person here needs um, an MMP. And in order to get MMPs, you need active lines. So who can be the first two active lines in this person's downline that would get them to MMP? Whoever does that might get this. So you you look at what you need and you strategize your incentive that way. Um, but you don't overdo it. Like I run one team trip a year and I only take usually 10 people on this because I don't want it to be too big. I don't want it to be where I can't have that relationship and and mentorship and really work with them because there's personal one-on-one working time in those spaces so i'm like this year we're still doing (laughs) our summit in in florida which is really great because we're like no we're just going to be smart we're going to be safe but it's necessary for business it's no it's necessary to keep moving forward especially at the end of the year getting ready for 2021 which we're going to get you know back to where we were guys and beyond going to be better and those are going to be people that I'm mentoring that I'm talking to on a weekly basis those are the people that are going to get the invite and and it's just it's a way to kind of create your inner circle 
And so you have to know how to do those things as a leader where you want to want to pull people in. Now, um, so you want to create culture. You want to, you know, really be there and set standards and expectations. More importantly, you want to motivate them, you know. Um, and then you want to really get people doing the thing that we do. What is the thing that we do? We expose people to a third-party tool, whether it's um, a story, whether it's your story plus someone else's, whether it's the opportunity call that's on demand on the podcast, whether it's putting someone on the phone with your sponsor or myself, um, you know, whether it's putting something Monate puts out there as credibility, whether it's using our Discover Monate as a home-based business page or the Clean Beauty Solution page, whatever the third-party resources, you have them do that thing every single day to 10 people. Like you've got 10 people going in your funnel and you've got exposed 10 people that are already existing in your funnel to the thing that we do. So I think, you know, if you think about everything we've talked about today, you're going to be like, wow. And I think it's really important as you're talking to your team and leaders saying like, listen, I'm sharing this from a space of experience. I used to do this. And when I changed my behavior, when I changed my mindset or when I did this differently, this is what happened. I want to see you succeed. Okay. Don't do it from a, I'm here, you're there. That's not how anyone wants to be talked to, but instead get relatable, be vulnerable, talk about your downs, understand that, you know, we all grow through it and try to connect with people and inspire them through those downs and growth periods you personally had. I think that's super important as a leader so that you stay humble and stay servant and and really understand like remember when you were that person and what would have motivated you to get to the next level what would have helped you become a better person because that's what you want to give you know and let that be your compass there um okay i think i think that's what i have for you to guys today spot on we got like literally 15 seconds till this wrap so thank you so much for all of the attention in this extra extra kind of jam-packed session today about how to be a leader of leaders it's so important and you are a leader and i want you to feel proud about that and i want you to go out and i want you to build a legacy of leadership within your organization and empower people that's the best thing we can do in direct sales in Monate or wherever you sit in your business is to understand it's not about you. It's about your team. And if you can be a leadership growth machine, your business will go so much farther than a rank or a paycheck. You will feel fulfillment. You will see excitement and you will feel like you are serving a purpose in your business. Thank you guys so much. Have a blessed day and I'll see you back here tomorrow on the Sys Club for another training episode. Bye-bye.